Welcome, fellow travelers. Uh, this is Russell Tyndall. I am back, baby. I'm back. And guess who else is with me? I'm Ned Pruitt this week. Oh, what? Are you Ned Pruitt? Y'all, no one expected this. Back-to-back N- weeks. Nobody we could have seen it weeks. coming. I didn't see it coming. Uh, shoot, Ned didn't see it coming. Could you Could you imagine your boy, uh, as in me, is good to go. However, our other boy, as in Ned, is not good to go potentially. The vid man. Um, you know, let's just, you know, we don't want to just have this. This podcast is just now a vid podcast. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. We are trying to switch to potential Skype uh, sessions yeah. soon, but I don't know. We might have plans for video wink. Or, I, don't I don't know, man. Some kind of content. It would be so low quality unless we can... Get an intern or someone to help us do that. I know. I wish someone knew how to do video. We'll, we'll look into that. Maybe uh, I've got a I've got an old Canon. Uh, I don't know that my dad used to have. Maybe I can use that. But uh, anyways, you guys, welcome to our Never Ending Adventure podcast. We're talking uh, the the other tarts this week. It's season two, episode nine. Um, man, we're, we're getting deep into adventure time and I I'm excited. I, I would love to address last week. Uh, y'all talked a little bit about tree trunks, right? How was that? Uh, it was good. It was good to talk about tree trunks. It's been a minute since we've seen her. Uh, it kind of hurt to see her the way she was, but yeah. she, everything worked out. It, I feel like it hurts to see her no matter how she is. And oh, you don't like tree trunks? That's I, think, I, I think She was my lovely that. at one point. It's a yeah. shame. She's she's just gone down this path where I don't think she can be my lovely anymore. But she has this moment in that last episode where she she brings up, I'm, I'm sorry, that wasn't like me. Like, I apologize. And then immediately she just like confesses her love to Finn. And I'm like, like that's inappropriate. Like, you weren't being inappropriate before, or at least any more than you always are. Well, she was not in her own mind, right? She wasn't like... Yeah. I, I'm a little bummed I missed that conversation. I felt like that was a fun episode. It, it was a fun episode. I, I I stood up for Tree Trunks in just the way, like, yeah. I think the crystal made her evil. It took... Nothing is inherently evil is what I said last week, so I don't need to spend too much time on it. But yeah, uh, nothing's inherently evil, uh, even your feelings for somebody. But that crystal makes everything evil. So maybe so. So that's that's just sort of I, what I, I was really going with. I really love Ned's take on that though, where it's just it just heightens your ability to do things, and therefore you know yeah. But like there's a there's an anime reference there, and I honestly I'm, it's slipping my mind at the moment, but. Anyways, y'all, yeah, the the other tart, we we open up with a really rad uh, monologue by Princess Bubblegum, honestly. For a little context, you have uh, the sacred tart, which is supposedly very rare, but we'll get into my thoughts on how rare it actually is in a minute mm-hmm. here. Uh, it's eaten annually, which, okay, are, there you go, they're making the tarts every year. Super I mean, rare, Princess Bubblegum. I, I thought it was... Uh, weird to like I only once a year and then I was like I only eat my grandma's pecan pie like yeah. once a year and it's pretty special occasion but but who's eating I mean at this freaking okay so anyways the context for it is in annually at the back rubbing ceremony which wonderful ceremony yeah. I love that uh, most sacred gathering in ooh it's the most sacred gathering and you have one of the most sacred tart things that people will actually kill for um, but mm-hmm. like they can't 
It can't be that rare. And also, who are these background characters that no one cares about that are getting to eat these tarts? You know, like, they're all super generic people at the party. It's just Princess Bubblegum and a bunch of, like, generic, colorful people. Oh, dang it. Like, I wish I was Ned because I might have a factoid about There's those people. There's got to be a factoid. Yeah. I know. Dang it. Where's that at? Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but also, you know, when it's been, it's been a, a thousand years that it's been highly guarded through the tube, uh, to the badlands how like how often are people killing for these tarts are people breaking into that tube it seems like it's pretty dang secure you have a, a million guards just chilling in the tube yeah that just goes into you know finn's impulse like he could have asked one thing he's like, she's like go down the royal tart path right yeah. and then he was he didn't even look down the hallway he's like no we're not doing that well he's got a little distrust i guess with princess bubblegum but to be fair maybe it's justified because Lo and behold, she would lie to him the whole time. You know, like, it's, I don't know. I, I just got problems. I got issues, you know, is what it, I'm saying. It's an imperfect world with imperfect people. Yeah. Well, I got issues with this episode. and uh, I want to hear about these we're, issues. We're talking about them. So, first off, there are seven perfect tarts that we see enter um, the, whatever the thing's called. Uh, well, zero gravity. Zero anti -gravity, gravity, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, it doesn't seem... Very rare to begin with. You have seven of them that are produced each year in a factory, and it's freaking like, what is this? The the Krusty Krab secret formula, dude. You know, and like, there was thirty thousand tarts going through that factory, and only seven come out. I know, but per, they gotta fix their uh, numbers, dude. But even just like, if you're producing seven a year, and it's like the population of Ooh isn't exactly eight billion people, you know, like they're not that rare. I don't know. I just, I got issues with that. Again, seven. That, I mean, think about it. If like, think about a wine or like a nice something like, um, it would be sought after, but would people some, kill for it? I mean, some clothing designer just up her own butt. And she's like, I'm only coming out with seven items of clothing, the clothing this year. Yeah. And I mean, I could see some people Italian jobbing for the, the Italian job is so funny. The uh, I love the idea though that you're you're just Michael DJ uh, cowboy hat puts AKA. down puts down the the fashion industry on this podcast. That's a new part of your personality. No, I don't hate the game, just some of the players. I I get it, I get it. That's how I feel about the NFT game. Uh, I'm not sure how I actually feel about it. Honestly, it, it's one of those things like I just haven't put the mental effort into trying to understand no, it. It's not worth it. Someone made a good point about it, but I mean, it's it's just economy, digital real estate. I mean, if someone's going to pay something for it, let yeah. them pay for it. That well, another issue. There's paralyzation potion just all over the damn place. I mean, it's just chilling on the counters. Apparently, there's more than just that one container because of the the vocabulary or the grammar that. Uh, PB uses and it just makes me feel like what is wrong with PB? Mm -hmm. Like that is you. That's got to be. There's got to be some OSHA issues with that. Like in that factory, all, all your little jelly bean workers. You know, I don't know, man. Is it OSHA that does all that stuff? I think I, you said that, and I was trying to remember if that was the right thing. Yeah, or not. I could um, be wrong. Uh, that, so, I I wouldn't want to work in that factory. No, but I mean, maybe you get free tainted tarts. Maybe. The tainted tarts must be pretty good because as you pointed out and kind of uh, part of a theoretically speaking later on, like, can they even, they couldn't even tell that they were the fate tarts. No, they, they went through all of that for nothing. And that's also part of how Princess Bubblegum lied to them because 
She didn't even know. She's like, these are tainted. These are uh, imperfect tarts. Yeah. And then they get there and the imperfect tart passed just fine. Yeah. I mean, she was blown away by the imperfect tart. And also, I I don't know. It's just, you know, of course, Finn mixes it up anyways. And he doesn't even take the, uh, the paralyzation potion on the red, which brings me kind of mumbling, but it brings me to my next point, which is he puts potion on decoy tarts, which doesn't really sound like a great idea. Just have decoy tarts. You don't have to have paralyzation potion on it. And then he gives it to Cinnabon or the uh, Cinnabon. Yeah, what is his he, name? He's deciding justice at, for someone who wants to steal a tart. He's yeah. like, that's <laughs> yeah. the last thing he'll ever do, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> but of all people, like that dude is just so like incapable. And you have that that pun that Ned has been saying for almost this entire podcast that he's half-baked pun. That's what we see today. I wrote it down. We finally got it. Uh, he is half-baked. Cinnamon tart is half-baked. And What did you call him? Wait, cinnamon bun. Sorry. <laughs> I said cinnamon tart. He He's in the tart factory and he's okay. kind of a tart. Said something else. <laughs> oh, no. Got my wires crossed. Um, he's not a tart. He is he is a cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon bun. Cinnamon bun? Yeah. Cinnamon bun? Uh, I wish I could remember what his actual name is. But anyway... Then Finn decides to go off to a place called the Desert of Doom, which just also sounds like a terrible idea. There's a freaking, there's a, uh, there's a pathway that is so heavily guarded. What are you doing, Finn? Um, and tells the hobos about the tart. Can I hold that for you, sir? Yeah. Well, I know, which is, uh, man, that's actually my tops of the episode. Yeah, it's a good tops. So shall I hold that for you, sir? Um, all those lovely little figures. But um, yeah, man, I, you know, for whatever reason, Finn feels like he's got to tell the hobos about the tarts. Uh, and he's just like, you got tarts? You know we do. You know, like Finn is so pumped to just be like, yeah, man, we got freaking tarts. What about it? His his hubris and his trust. Mm-hmm. It's this weird double-edged sword that Finn has. And he's, yeah. he is prideful in, in moments. And then he just, he also puts so much faith in people. He has such an innocence. Yeah, he does. You know, I think it's it's just one of those things again where like he may grow out of that over time. But yeah, but I'm excited to see what happens with. Him. I don't know. And and then they the hobo steal five tarts. I was counting them when I was watching this, and there are six left in the chamber, and there were seven to begin with. What's going on? I mean, I'm nitpicking like crazy. Don't get me wrong. I'm super nitpicking. But well, I have a tops. Yeah, what's what's your um, tops? There is sort of two. But it was just for the, just the fun of the show when Jake goes, but why'd you do it? Yeah, that was good. That was so good. It's like they, something changed in the cadence of the conversation <laughs> yeah. and Jake just had this spotlight moment. Um, that or Bazoobs. They said Bazoobs. it twice, dude. That's a good one. Well, the the butterfly who steals the tarts. When the Bazoobs. Yeah, that's a good one. I almost, one of my tops almost was... Uh, when they go into the tartorium, the the big tart factory, and you see all the the jelly beans or whatever, and and Jake and Finn see the tarts at the same time, and they say two different things. Did you pick up on that when you were watching it? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not thinking about so it. So Jake says they're so beautiful, but then Finn says you're so beautiful to Princess Bubblegum at the same time, but they it overlays it at the same moment, so you almost can't tell. And I was just like, that's that's funny. I love that. Uh, Finn's, Finn's mind's in a different place. He's, than, he's than going Jake's. through it, man. It's 
I understand. Poor guy. Yeah. Poor guy just being let on. And it's so funny. Like we, I, I watched the next episode because uh, we were going to potentially record it today. But, um, you know, Finn, Finn has a chance with PB in that episode. It'll be interesting to talk about that, you know, and he kind of, mm. you know, he's got different priorities. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's so good. But they, they end up just railing on those hobos. And Jake gives this really cool monster form that we haven't seen him turn into before mm -hmm. that kind of felt like abominable snowman kind of a thing um dude that brings me to an interesting theory that i yeah. have and i keep going down the rabbit hole of jake mistakes um but my first thought was is, is well jake could have done anything to stop these bad guys so there's a jake mistake but i didn't even want to give it the credit of like well he didn't do something he didn't yeah. you know just grow to a hundred feet long and just squish them um, I had this theory. I was like, well, if he does this enough times and these aren't exactly mistakes. They're just different choices. I think he knows. Oh, that's a good point. I think he knows how OP he is. I oh, think Jake. He's got to, right? He's He's got to know that he can do anything to get out of any situation, which made me think Jake just watches the world turn slash burn when it does. Yeah. And if he could have done something to get himself out of immediate trouble, like and he's going to get in trouble if these tarts get lost. Well, he can get himself out of the consequences of that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Jake's just kind of riding the wave. Maybe so. I mean, Princess Bubblegum, it looked like she almost was going to get her head cut off is my only thought. And he didn't try and do anything to stop that other than just no yeah. or whatever. But um, how can you yeah. call that a mistake, though? I, I just think. Mistake. Yeah, I don't know. It's like if that's going to happen, I'm not supposed to stop everything that's supposed to happen. So, so one of our. One of our travelers, when we were just on TikTok or whatever, had something. I don't even know if they're a traveler. Just someone on TikTok commented on a post we made. And they said that uh, it's like rock, paper, scissors. And I'm curious who you think will win that or who is the strongest or whatever. But rock, paper, scissors with um, Superman gets... No, sorry. Uh, Goku gets beat by Jake. And then Superman beats uh, Jake. And then Goku beats Superman. So like maybe that could be a new rock paper scissors. Wait, so it's okay, like Jake, I, I got Superman it. and Goku. And so Jake beats but, Superman. No, Jake beats Goku. Goku beats Superman, and Superman beats Jake. Yeah, or really, just who's <sighs> who? Do you think will win? Out of those know, three, who wins in the fight? I think is really the, uh, the real question. I, I agree with how it's currently set up. Yeah. Um, I was not into, and I mean, Goku is from. You, Dragon Ball. Okay, Dragon Ball. Oh, no. Dude, I know. I did oh, not grow no. up in that world, um, but I could picture who you were talking okay. about. Okay, well, um, uh, I asked the wrong person. Okay, Jake and Superman, who wins? Oh, see, that's just a good one, but I, I kind of have to believe in Superman's yeah, just Superman inability wins. to die. Well, that's the issue is Superman beats everybody because he can absorb the power of his son, and once he does that, he's invincible, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. uh, I, you know, I don't know. Um sorry. Maybe better, better, smarter nerds than us can do that. But anyways, man, I, I did love one of the hobos when he steals the tarts. He has like a jet pack for some reason. And it's like, are, they're in the desert. He's got a jet pack. Are we watching the Mandalorian? Like what is, what is happening with this episode? It's all over the place. Um, mm. But also as we're talking, I'm like, you got jake kind of going abominable snowman you got the tart toter being a gingerbread man it's it's not christmas themes or holiday themes but 
I think we should probably address this is probably our holiday episode. Oh my. It you is. Know? We're um, going to have like um, two episodes during the three weeks of holidays. I mean, we should maybe say that now. We yeah. are going to have a week off around New Year's-ish. So Yeah, this will be the last episode before the holidays mm-hmm. or before we come back. But we will be back. There just might be a week off, um, you know, which is just kind of a matter of we just couldn't quite get enough episodes in. But we'll get we'll get back and we'll get ahead and we hopefully won't have this problem again for quite a while. Yeah. But, you know, this week it just kind of went down that way. And, you know, what better week to take off than when we're with family? Exactly. Um, I'm excited to be home. Yeah, me too. But Finn and Jake, they end up going to a creepy cave. And you you had a comment while we were watching uh, this episode when they, they get surrounded by like 100 golems. That is terrifying. It, it is, is really creepy. That is like this show can just go from smiling and high fives and then... Mm-hmm freaking silence of the lambs over here i'm (laughs) i've I've determined though that 100 golems which is kind of what i'm telling or what i'm calling that scene on demons but yeah they're probably well they kind of remind me of well they're in a cave you know it's like golem from lord of the rings it's uh my favorite 100 gex parody band is 100 golems um okay so that's yeah a little joke right there for anyone who cares (laughs) probably no one they leave with two tarts though we're down to two I mean, just the the shame that they must have felt. I mean, Jake was kind of fine. He doesn't really care. But Finn no. was just, he's let his woman down. Yeah, he has. Yeah, and he throws the pendant because he's just like, I can't. No, yeah, that was hilarious. I said, can't he, deal with it. I, I, I literally wrote down, I said, he yeets his hologram crystal <laughs> after really losing does. those stars. I mean, it goes over the horizon. He yeah. throws it so far. <laughs> she like but... comes onto the screen right as it's going over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you get the... The, the butterfly with the laser. Physical which, and emotional pride torn. Dude, the the butterfly is so good. He's not my lovely, but or she or whatever is not my lovely. But I just, I was just like, yes, I mm. needed this butterfly to be in this episode. Bazoops is just a wonderful word. And I'm so glad they it brought is, that up. It, it is one of my favorite funny words uh, to date. Um, do you want to talk lovelies when we come back? Uh, yeah, let's talk lovelies. And I think I got a theoretically speaking that we can dive a little bit deeper into. Uh, and we got a fun little commercial for y'all. Um, yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays. In a small kingdom filled with candy, there is a toter who realized long ago that life was more than just carrying tarts. He fell in love with the simplicities of nature. We, at the Bubblegum Lab Co., captured him and his epiphany, then infused every imperfectly perfect tart with a few drops of what was his bliss, so that you too could taste the simple euphoria of a royal tart. No gingerbread men were harmed in the tedious experimentation done to create our tarts. Welcome back. What's up, fellow travelers? We are back for the second half of this little holiday special we got going on. Happy holidays. Happy. It's super, super holiday themed, as you could tell. Uh, man, Michael, you said we, we passed we passed your lovely. Give, give me some sugar, baby. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, you, you said it wasn't yours, but I, I wanted to wait till we did the segment. That butterfly was a really rad character. It it was. Like, what what's your favorite part though about the butterfly? The little gun. The little gun? Yeah. The I mean, gun? come on, like yeah. 
Someone points a laser gun the size of a paperclip at you. What are you going to do? Yeah, it actually shoots out lasers. Like, yeah, it's where, serious. Where do you get the technology? Are there other butterfly scientists? Like, I, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't I, put it past you. I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. Oh, man, that's good. What was um, yours? My, my lovely is the old tart toter. He's got, he's got a little bird and a little squirrel, and he just wants people to eat his tarts. I was certain you were going to say the, the people who passed along the tarts in the tunnel. They, they were great, but that was I, I wanted to include them, and I included them by making that my tops. Their, oh, their whole duh. thing is my tops. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, you know, it's, it's great. He's, he's gone mad, and he's old, and the ending just throws you off. If you're not ready for it, the tart toters little monologue that he has or whatever it would be called at the end mm -hmm. of an episode just really threw me for a loop the first time I watched it. I mean, could you like recite that at all? Like I couldn't yeah, even. I, let me, let me see if I can't do this just off of memory. Okay. You know? So just yeah. for like, Hold on, I'm closing, closing I, I don't want to hear your synopsis yet. Yeah. Yeah. Let me close my laptop. All right, cool. So laptops closed. Very loud. Yes. Yeah. You, well, maybe. We'll, I don't, you had we'll to see make the point. You slam, yeah, yeah. slammed it I shut. I slammed it. Uh, Apple makes good products, so you can just <laughs> don't don't slam your laptop shut like I just did. Um, let's let's give it a go. Let's see um, this cosmic dance of burst decadence and withheld permissions twists all our arms collectively. But if sweetness can win, and it can, then I will still be here tomorrow to high five you yesterday, my friend. Peace. Which I love that. It is so good, and his mouth is drooling with cream, and or icing probably. It's Maybe like not the end cream. of midnight gospel right now, man. I'm crying. Sounds so good. <laughs> well, here's I broke it down a little bit to make it a little easier for our listeners to understand what that means. Not that they need it, but um, just to make it a little bit smoother for if you're just listening casually. So essentially, what that means is life is a beautiful dance toward death, gated by unforeseen circumstances and constraints that limits our journey, and guides us down certain paths. But by pursuing excellence and kindness, we can shape a better tomorrow for ourselves and for others. It's beautiful. Um, also known as my lesson, which is life is tough. Don't make it harder than it has to be. That's, uh, dude, e excellent. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really all it means. It's, it's just life is really difficult, and, and there's no reason to make it any harder on yourself or on other people. That's going to make a good Instagram clip. You think so? Yes. I love it, Ben. Uh, that'd be so great. Allie, so Allie says, this is kind of from my girlfriend's perspective. Uh, it reminded her of Harry Potter. Are you a Harry Potter guy? Yes. Uh, I get the last couple movies mixed up, though. But like, okay. I, and I only read a couple books, dude. Like, I can barely. I'm dyslexic. I have I, the <laughs> big books scare me. Well, we are the wrong people for this then, because I honestly have no clue where this comes from. But it's a quote, I think. From Harry Potter, and it's uh, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, only if one remembers to turn on the light. And I have no clue where in Harry Potter that is or what the con uh, context is, but she said that is what it reminded her of. And so mm. I said, I will say it on the podcast because I love that. I believe you. I, I believe that is a good point to be made. There's lessons to learn everywhere. And if you say it's corny, then you're just refusing to uh, accept you know, yeah. life lessons at the end of the day. No doubt. Yeah. Is that, would that be your lesson or do you have another lesson from this episode? Um, that I didn't, I didn't plan one. I'm not good at, at planning apparently. Um, but yeah, the, uh, well, you had an, 
maybe an hour at the most. That is this. true. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, when I do this though, I'm like, I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants because I just watched the episode <laughs> and I know everything. <laughs> no, it is good to think through yeah. that. Um, for sure, like, you know, keep your options open. Uh, you have more, um, you know, doors open than you think you do in life. You can go yeah. and kind of do whatever you want as long as you do it as intentionally as you can. You can choose the desert of doom or you yep. could choose the nice path that's laid out in front of you. Exactly. You know, and, and one may be more rewarding. It just depends on uh, kind of how you're feeling and, and what you're going for with life, I suppose. Um, you know, and, and one might be a little bit more conventional, I suppose. I, I had a, uh, I had a good word. I had to Google. Yeah. I'm not, not, I'm not too prideful to admit I Googled this word. Uh, Finn said he was blinded by his own hubris. Um, and that word means excessive pride or self-confidence. Mm. Great word. That's a good word. I would love for you to look, could you, uh, look that up on urban dictionary? I wonder mm. if there's a, mm. I think this needs to be a new bit. Y'all looked up something on urban dictionary last episode. Or maybe an episode before that. Hubris. Um, I think it could be a fun little segment of this wait. podcast. <laughs> Come on. Oh, wait. No, okay. From Greek word... Okay, sorry. From the Greek word of the same spelling, the concept of overwhelming pride or expectations that far exceed the scope of one's being. Crazy. Well, um, not it nearly is, as horny as I thought it would be. No, but it is attached to... Um, Greek gods and they were kind of sexy. So. <laughs> they were kind of sexy. They were uh, they were very horny. I think the Greek gods are known. I mean, there was for only like sixteen of them, and so I mean, who, how else are they gonna, you know, spend their time? Yeah, I mean, I never saw the. Is it the Lightning Thief or what? Whatever the Percy Jackson. Yeah, Percy Jackson. I never yeah. read that, but I'm assuming isn't it like a school for people that are the children of like the Hogwarts, gods? but for children of the gods? So but they're all half they children because the gods like to just. Go and have fun with. They were getting it on. Yeah, just bounce like a wow with bounce humans. Like a wow wows. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to transition to this, but I think. Uh, well, we haven't tangent at all, so I don't know what there's yeah. to get back to. I guess we just by transitioning, we just get back to the episode, huh? Yeah. Um, well, let's let's talk about our theoretically speaking. Theoretically speaking. So I'm going to start actually with uh, Allie's again, because she's much better at this than I am. And maybe one day we'll have her on the podcast. Mm. Um, so her theoretically speaking was essentially that maybe it's all over-exaggerated. You had Princess Bubblegum lying to them about um, what they were going to do to her. They weren't actually going to decapitate her. They were, you know, I don't even know if there was going to be punishment. Who knows, you know? But essentially her thought was that... Um, Princess Bubblegum just over-exaggerates everything in this episode, or maybe everything is over-exaggerated. So maybe there, there's not even a perfect tart. Maybe a perfect tart does not exist. There are just tarts that look better than the others because as we pointed out earlier, and as you were thinking too when we were watching this, that there's they, they can't tell. They eat them anyways. They have no clue that those aren't the perfect tarts, that they're the imperfect tarts. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. So... Um, and also, as we talked about earlier too, why are there generic background characters that are eating the perfect tart every year? Who are these freaking people? Who are these people? And we're going to get called out by actual fans. If there's someone important, you know, or if this is like a legit thing that yeah. comes back on later on, then like we are two guys that don't really know Adventure Time that well. Maybe we, we don't. We I, know it, I know it like someone who has seen 
four more seasons of a show than somebody. Okay. Yeah. That's it. And I I like binged watched it for like, you know, yeah. a few days just to kind of keep it on. You're definitely more of a, a core fan than I'd say I probably am. Yeah, but seems. not by not by a lot. Like we neither of us are, are Ned Pruitt in here. Yeah, we Which don't have any shame. factoids. Yeah, yeah, I know. Gosh, I feel I do feel a little sorry for that because part of the premise of the show is certainly that I've never seen the show and that Ned or whoever on, mm-hmm. is on the other side of the mic loves it or vice versa. You kind of fill in for me sometimes, but yeah. You know, honestly, it's it's great. I'm glad like me and you were able to have these conversations and and keep the flow nice and that that's what it's all about. It's and we can still cover an episode because there's yeah. a thousand. Uh, well, how many episodes are there actually? I don't like, know, man. No, I'm gonna Too Google many. it while we while we talk about this because yeah. we might as well. That might be might as well be a factoid. Um, well, well, while we're talking about uh, things in the show that may or may not be real, we'll we'll go ahead and talk about my theoretically speaking uh, because this one's way out there and probably has no. No legs to stand on. So my theoretically speaking is that the old tart toter, um, who is, is my lovely, who is just a wonderful, wonderful gingerbread man, was best friends with uh, Billy. And I, this is random. I don't think there's, like I said, any legs for this to stand on, but they're both heroic and seem to be really important in the past. You know, mm-hmm. Prince Bubblegum really hyped up the old tart toter, you know, and they were like super impressed with him. They didn't know his name. Like they know Billy's name, but I don't know the old chart toter. He's um he's doing it before the safety of the tube. I think we could assume so. He probably was taking on some pretty nasty bad guys for the perfect tarts that everybody seems to be obsessed with. Um, we don't really know what he went through, and I think I want a spinoff series. I think I mm-hmm. want at least like a mini series of the old chart toter in his heyday. You know. Oh, see, that's that's what I live for. Yeah, yeah. Grab onto something with its own timeline and and flesh that out. Dude, yeah, that that's would, cool. That would be great. It reminds me of what I really would love with uh, the. Um, I think I might have talked about this on the podcast, but the Avatar. I would love to see a spinoff series of Uncle Iroh and his son. You know, and like when his son falls at the the Boston Say or whatever whatever war it is that he he passes away at. Oh man, I would, I love a good spinoff series if it adds to the story and if, and if it like mm-hmm. if it really brings home something later on in uh, in the episodes. But I'm really the, really struggling series. to like think of one of my like go to favorites of that kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm blanking, dude. Maybe not Star Wars. Okay, well. Maybe not so. I love that's just that we if we we could talk about Star Wars forever because that was my childhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, man, I you know I I don't know. That's probably never gonna happen. But I just thought that was like a fun little mm-hmm. spinoff joke. But yeah, there are two hundred eighty three episodes of Adventure Time really? in total. By the way, not as many as I thought there would be. We got we got some time. We got some time to get through this. Perfect how to do a podcast, and by the time we're done with it, dang it, we'll have this thing down to a T. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll well, actually I'll barely be good. have to take all the cuss words you guys say out. Yeah, you know me. Well, the thing is, if you weren't taking that out, man, I am cussing every other sentence. We'd be canceled episode two. Uh, we might already be canceled. I, dude, yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? Uh, by the time this episode comes out, we might miss a curse or two. Um, but, man, do you have anything else you want to discuss about this episode? Mm. I'm kind of running thin a little bit. Yeah, somehow, like, well, Finn, Finn makes his own justice. We can talk about a couple just insights, Michael's insights. Yeah. That'll be my thing or whatever. Michael's at insights. the insights. At the end of the episode. Um, so, 
then decides to take justice into his own hands. He poisons the tart. So he's like, you you said it before the podcast, which made me think of this. Like, he could have just gotten the, the tainted tarts and just let the thieves have those. So he's like, no, if someone steals these tarts, it's going to be the last thing they ever do. And well, he thought that he had the right tarts. He thought he had the perfect tarts. Well, I, I, yeah. I meant with, sorry, yeah, with the ones that he gave to. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, did not, he didn't need to paralyze those. They no, could he have did just not. been fate, the fate tarts. They didn't have to be like cursed yeah, tarts. You know, he, what a risk! What uh, a risk that he's just he's just playing with fire. It paralyzes you forever, Finn. But in this giant roundabout way, everything works out because Finn even messed up more, and he had the poison tarts. And so the bad guys did end up getting poisoned. Yeah, you only see the so, butterfly, though. You don't get to see everybody else getting paralyzed. No, but if they, depending on how many people eat those, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate. 100, 100 golems, my uh, 100 gex cover band and or parody band, and then uh, the uh, hobos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those poor hobos, man, they're down on their luck. I mean, they have a backpack, a jetpack, which is cool, but they're down on their luck and they're about to get paralyzed I, for life. I would sell everything I own for a jackpack. A, a, jack, a, a jackpack? Yes. What is that? <laughs> no, a jetpack. Could, could you look up a jackpack on Urban uh, Dictionary? Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't actually do I, it. Well, I'm going to do it. All right. Uh, while you're doing that, I, I do want to know what dessert would you kill for? We got this, the mm, tart. It's, it's, it's got to be tart. my gut reaction, um, which is this... Uh, you know what? I'm I'm second guessing my gut. I'm Fondue gonna go. Bar? No, just kidding. No, those are good. Though. <laughs> uh, no, my my grandma's pecan pie. Your grandma's pecan pie, dude. Oh man, it is just ridiculous. Nice. Uh, a Jack Pack is the bag in which Jack Bauer carries his gun, um, ammo, cell phone, duct tape, knife, and scope. It is not a man purse. Okay. Yes. Also, not at all where I thought that was going. No, and I'm I'm happy with where You're it went. Just gonna. Though. I, see, the issue is, I think when it, the rule needs to be, you have to read the second definition of, you don't have to do it. I'm just saying from here on out, maybe the second one will be a little bit more. Uh, yeah, that is that is the second definition. Um, it oh. is definitely more comedic, but we're not going to talk about we're not what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, after, all right, uh, after my little, we got a little holiday fun thing to do uh, in a second here. Um I think after that, you might go, well, all right, fine. Let's just go ahead and read it. Y'all can look it up on your own, honestly, if you really want to. Um, and I'm excited to hear what a jack pack is. <laughs> Off the air, Russell. Off the air. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> sorry. This has gone off the rails, but it was bound to. Um, it keeps it keeps it interesting. Yeah, I don't know what dessert I would kill for. I, maybe, I, you know, I want to say apple pie because I love me some apple pies, but I don't oh. think I would kill... For an apple pie, I think if if there were if Reese's cups were like there's seven in the world, mm. I think I would be tempted. But it just la- doesn't last long at all. Yeah. Do you have to see the person? Nah, we don't need to go. Is that. it just a button I can press? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. A squid yeah, game. <laughs> What's in the box? Uh, I don't even know if that's a legit reference because I've never it, seen that movie. It could be. Could be. Um, gosh. All right. Let's go ahead and do it. I got, um, we're wrapping up, but before we close out, uh, I, you know, Michael produces music and uh, I'm working on an EP, uh, a holiday Christmas EP. And I've, and I've got uh, some song titles and I don't want to necessarily sing anything, but could you just one by one, take your time, read off 
these song titles that I have. Yeah, this is an interesting time to pitch this, Russell. Yeah, I've never heard this before in my life. Um, yeah. So, okay, wow. These these five right here? Yeah. Okay. Just, just go one at a time. And <sighs> let me know what you think about them. Whopping around the Christmas tree. Yeah, so like W-A-P. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it? I mean, I can kind of, I can see the, okay. I can kind of hear the beat. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm struggling though. What? Come on. What's All I want for Christmas is to be two balls deep. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Because the rhythm, the, the way it falls off your tongue per se. <laughs> all I want all right, for Christmas. You know, par- it's all a parody. Dude, come on. What is the next one? Nothing for Christmas. Somebody's dick's on me. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, no, nothing for Christmas was not necessarily an original idea. The second part was, but that was something I stole from uh, Ninja Sex Party's Instagram account. They oh are incredible. What's gosh. the next one, dude? <laughs> What's the next one? Well, Ned was gonna it's, read these. Uh, this is so good. Here. I'm just like I, I'm truly taking my time reading these, which is making each one more and more funny. Yeah. Um, I'm wet dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Why'd you say that? Yeah. Jesus. Why did you say that? EP will be out in the in March. <laughs> We're close to Christmas. What's next? Santa Baby. Yeah, Santa Baby is it's already <laughs> horny enough. That is the best one. Yeah. I, I was gonna do That's something. That's this with that. Christmas equivalent. No, wow, what am I saying? It, it's, baby It's Cold Outside is far more sexual than any of those. Oh, songs. dude. Have yeah. you listened to Santa Baby recently? It is but, it's so horny, I I couldn't change it. I was like, it's it's good. It's good to go. Do you want to talk about tangent moment? Uh, there was an ad. I'm I'm not gonna get taken down for this. It was a local thing. So restaurant called Wife Saver in Augusta, Georgia, and they made the best just fried chicken fries. Like it, it was just you got it was Wife often Saver. Wife Saver. I'm not kidding. There was like three locations. Okay. And I'm not kidding. The um this. <laughs> Um, Sorry. the theme song. I looked song, at my titles again. I just the the theme song was uh, "Put a little south in your mouth." No. I'm not kidding. And so every time I hear uh, "Santa baby," yeah, put a little south uh, in your mouth. Just stop. I don't know how <laughs> much we can say. It's all parody. These are all parodies. Yeah, but you. Oh man, he, if we get struck one day, uh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I, I really enjoyed, it, dude. I I that was fun. Yeah, I, mm. I had a couple other ones, but like Santa Claus is coming. It's just a little too easy, you know, like to town. Sorry, uh, he's coming to town. Um, yeah, that's this is good. I'm glad this, this is good. happened. Happy, ho- <laughs> happy holidays. Y'all. Merry Christmas and happy holidays and happy Hanukkah. Happy all of them. All of them, man. Love it all. I we me and uh, Allie have been watching through the Hey Arnold Christmas special. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, and then the Rugrats, we watched the Passover episode, which is amazing. And apparently it was like one of the highest rated Nickelodeon episodes of all time or really? at least up until that point. And then we watched the uh, Santa episode for Rugrats as well. And it's just a, man, a trip down memory lane. Like mm. so good. So good. That leaves me with my final question. What is it? It's the it- most like divisive movie I can think of. Uh what are your thoughts on Polar Express? Oh man, it is hard to rewatch Polar Express like after you think about the 
what we've talked about on this podcast before. They're like hyper real visuals, mm-hmm. you know, they're, it's a, gosh, what is that called? I can't think of it off the top of my head where they're like almost too close to being real, you know, and it's, it's in this weird era of like creepy. What are you talking about? It's not animated. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not animated. No, they're all robots. Uh, no, I, it, it's creepy. I love it, me some Tom Hanks. I really do. Yeah. Some of the music in that is so good. It's just the animation just sucks. It is too close to that, whatever that thing is called. I feel so bad that I can't think of it, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I lean on, I, I can watch it for sure. Um, but I mean, my fiance refuses to watch Polar Express. I don't know when I'll ever watch it again. I think what I want to do this this holiday season is watch Frozen for the first time. You've never seen Frozen? No. That'll be the Christmas episode then. Well, you and Ned need to watch Frozen and break down Frozen. Or Frozen 2 or something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's cold. <laughs> we were going to do uh, The Grinch possibly, but, uh, you know, I don't know. We're just not going to do it. It's just, especially with the, just the too new, much work to new circumstances, we just can't. We just can't. Yeah, <laughs> too much work to sit here and talk. Hey, we we love our listeners and, and we love each other and we love the holidays. Uh, and because of that, we just got to be careful when one of us might be sick. That is um, true. We all want to go see our families. Yeah, no doubt. So, uh, Russell, tag us out. Yes, let's do it. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, I don't even want to beg y'all to go review us because, uh, you know, it's the holidays and y'all deserve a break. Y'all deserve a, a week break from me. I'm not going to pressure you and, this week. And just saying like how much it helps us and, and how awesome and incredible it would be if each one of you lovelies just went and gave us a little review on Apple Podcasts. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to ask y'all to do that. Um, you can go check us out on Instagram if, if you want, you know, at Never Ending Adventure Podcast. TikTok at Never Neverending Adventure Cast, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast, and email us your thoughts, your questions, your sound bites, uh, anything you want at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. Um, and I've just got one more thing to say. Party forever. Party forever. Hey everybody, this is Russell. I just wanted to do a little tag here and just remind everybody that we probably won't have an episode next Tuesday, uh, but we will be back the following Tuesday, whether that is the 11th or the 4th, depending on when this comes out. I can't really say for sure yet, Um, but we'll be back. It's just going to be one week and we are so excited, man. We're going to get back on this journey and do all of season two. And I'm just going to keep writing this out as long as Ned lets me. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts for, but anyways, y'all, I hope y'all have a wonderful holiday break. If you have off and get to see friends and family and, and you know what, spend it with people you love, whoever that may be. It doesn't have to be family. It doesn't have to be friends. Spend it with the people or the things doing the things that you love and hopefully listen to us. Go back and check out all the episodes if you haven't. All right, you guys, uh, have a good one.